the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good evening. Welcome to tonight's Andrew K. Show. It's hump day. Hump day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hump day. Have we gotten over the hump on this war on terror that we've been fighting? Actually, I don't even know that I would say we've been fighting it for 40 years, or at least that's been waged against us. And I would venture tonight, I would say that we have gotten past the hump. At least a major hump on this hump day, thanks to President Trump. But we're going to talk about that and more on tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you, as always, with me, whether you're watching and listening and commenting on Facebook Live or in your cars on your way home, on Twitter, at Andrea K. Show and Instagram, however you are listening to me, and uh, or even on uh, any of the podcasts afterwards on any of the streaming services. It's always an honor to share this time with you guys. Keep those comments rolling to me. I, I continue to get comments and questions that come in to me. Uh, through the radio station or my website at andreakshow.com. Uh, 888-344-1170. The question of the day is, it's kind of an obvious question. The left is trying to tell you otherwise, but I'm going to ask y'all, do you feel safer today? Do you feel safer today that the number two, number two of, uh, I, I, you know, uh, maybe even the number one terrorist in the world was taken out? Some people say, according to General, like General Petraeus, that this he was this was actually a bigger get than Bin Laden. But the left wants to tell you that you should feel feel less safe today. I feel safer, but I would love to hear from you. 888-344-1170, as well as your thoughts on where we go from here. Did you hear Trump's speech today? What did you think about that? Um, and anything else that's on your mind, 888-344-1170. The man who will take your phone calls and who keeps it rolling every night of the week is none other than DJ Carrot Sticks. There is no I I feel safer, and I think the world economy feels safer. I, you know, I, no one's really uh, mentioned this, but I think this is the only time in U.S. history where we've had, you know, conflict in the Middle East and the stock goes up. Yeah, it's, it's the whole a, economy, the whole world economy, it's going up. Yeah. China's stock went up. America's stock went up. Yeah, um, I, I say our stock is a superpower, not a not a, a, a dollar stock, but our stock is the superpower. I think has gone up as well. And that, that happened immediately. The stock market went up after President Trump's speech today. And I actually tweeted that out today. And I said, you know what, Democrats say, say thank you, Democrats. The the, the the Democrats, then anytime we talk about the stock market, of course, the Democrats love to say, oh, well, you know, that's not right. That, that's Wall Street. That doesn't have anything to do with Main Street America. I would tell you that there's not American out and not an American out there who doesn't somehow some have in some way. An investment in the stock market, whether it's your 401k, if you're a teacher and you've got a pension somewhere, there you have a uh, you have a mutual fund somewhere. There, every American, pretty much, if you're an adult, has it gets a benefit in some way of the stock market being at record highs. Not to mention the fact that it's a leading indicator of consumer optimism and, and economic optimism. So this is absolutely it's just another sign of a win from President Trump. You know, as we were going live last night on the show. As we were going live last night, uh, Iran was uh, what appeared to be what appeared to be was uh, strikes from Iran. There were missiles coming at us, ballistic missiles. 
but there wasn't any reports of any of any casualties and we kept watch on it and come to find out to make a long story short as as one expert put it today these were very strategic serious missiles that were launched that didn't that didn't cause one casualty that they were literally pounding sand and it became very clear last night that what was happening was that this was a propaganda play that they weren't intending that they 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 had actually even tweeted out i guess uh yeah uh, oh so oh by the way you democrats and even you never trumpers who love to yammer and complain about president trump tweeting you know what you know what the rest of the world tweets too in terms of their leaders and they actually tweeted out and said okay after they were striking okay trump if you don't respond america then we're going to consider it cool it was it it was it was not it was not only not shock and awe last night it was like a snooze and a yawn it was clear that it was a propaganda play which was a sign of weakness on their part then it became a question of okay now what does president trump do he strategically waited strategically waited until this morning to give a speech because he wanted to assess the situation of last night and see what iran would do and sure enough they proved that they were weak and it was a win it was a stand down on the part of iran and of course they did in iran what the left does here and, and and it's actually hard to see hard to see any daylight between the left in this country and the Democrats, and, and they're almost using the same words as as the terrorists over in, in Iran. And I mean that seriously. I'm not being facetious. Iran, the the bigs over there did what the Democrats do here. They use their state-run media to to lie to their citizens and push out propaganda. You know, um, wasn't it even was it MSNBC, DJ Karasticks, or was it CNN that used a war um, used a, a shooting range? Images from a shooting range and actually pretended that that was actual war footage. Uh, so what's the difference between that and Iran going to using the images of missiles being shot at, at American supposed American facilities in Iraq and telling the Iraqi people of uh, the Iranians that they would killed 86 Americans? I'm not really seeing a whole lot of difference there, but we know it was a propaganda play. Uh, this President Trump has proven that he's the real cool cat here. Three years ago, we were told by the Never Trumpers that we cannot have this man anywhere near the nuclear football. He's going to lead us into World War III. And then we continue to hear that nonsense yesterday, even though he's the one who, who tamped down uh, the aggression from NOCO. He, he's, he's now, you look at what he's done here. He's made things better with China. Uh, he didn't uh, immediately, there were actually even Never Trumpers and even conservatives who were disappointed that President Trump and the drone was was shot down that he didn't immediately respond there were people that were disappointed that after iran seized tankers the president trump didn't respond with 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 tough military this is a man who is not a politician there's a reason we've got john guandola coming on in the show in a little bit who's a threat assessment specialist and actually helps educate those in the military and in our government in terms of how to assess threats and 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 be strategic in dealing with them president trump is the first president in decades now to accurately assess the threat and accurately deal with it. Not do like George W. Bush and take us into endless wars. President Bush did not. But everybody's talking today about the mistakes of President Obama, and that's really clear. And I'm going to play some clips throughout the show of President Trump addressing that today. But we also have to talk about the failures of even Ronald Reagan and even George W. Bush. This has been going on since 1979. How accurately did George W. Bush assess the threat of of terror, as one as one expert said today on, on this morning show, that what's going on in Iran, the ideology that all these proxy organizations, Hezbollah, Hamas, all the uh, Al Shabaab and Shabib, and all these uh, Al Qaeda, all of them, what do they all have in common? They have all pledged themselves to the same ideology that is what is governing the Islamic State of Iran. It's Islam. 
and their hardcore version of it. President Bush in incorrectly assessed the threat after 9-11 and wanted to blame it on one group, Al-Qaeda, and then so inaccurately assessed it that he took us into the Middle East and dedicated military lives and treasure, thinking the solution that it was mainly a problem of poverty and that if we just went over and, and built some schools and gave them some infrastructure and gave them a little taste of America, that they would love us and they wouldn't want to destroy us any further. That was an inaccurate, grossly inaccurate measure of what the threat was and decision to deal with it. As for Obama, I'm going to play a clip in in a minute about President Trump. We know how it, it wasn't even about inaccurately assessing the threat. I assert that President Obama, you look at President Obama's actions, you look at Obama's actions, and it's not even just about this Iran deal. I talked about it last night. You have to question that whether or not that it's not even just about inaccurately assessing a threat and, and it's more about partnering with that threat when he used military might to take down strong men that were protecting Christians in the region in order to paid for by our military lives and treasure to install this same Islamic theocratic and ter- terroristic insanity in places in Egypt and Libya. I want to play a couple of clips from President Trump today, and I'm going to start with him, him accurately assessing the threat. For far too long, all the way back to 1979, to be exact, nations have tolerated Iran's destructive and destabilizing behavior in the Middle East and beyond. Those days are over. Iran has been the leading sponsor of terrorism and their pursuit of nuclear weapons, threatens the civilized world. We will never let that happen. Thank you, President Trump. Him accurately assessing. I did not hear that from President Bush once in his eight years in office or Obama in his eight years in office. Uh, Before we take a break and go to John Guandola, we've got a caller on the line, Genevieve from San Diego, and she wants to weigh in. Hi, Genevieve. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Um, I just want to say, first of all, I got off the Democratic plantation and when Ross Perot ran. And because um, I wanted a businessman to run the country, and now we got a businessman to run this country. The world is not laughing at us anymore like when we had that, that long, skinny black man in the office. And yes, I am black, and I grew up in the hood. So I am thankful for our President Trump. That's well, all I got to say. Well, I am thankful for you. Now, what was it about about Ross Perot? Why is it that you felt that a businessman would be would be better to lead our country than what we currently had and still mostly have, which is mostly attorneys? I think what it was is that I was a young person. <laughs> I was young and I couldn't find a job and I was I just needed a, do- a job, a decent job. That's what it was. And I just, I was tired of these people saying they're going to do this and they're going to do that. Barack should have went into the inner end of the hood and rebuilt all those schools, those dilapidated schools and redid the schools and help these people. I cannot believe in 2020, we still got ghettos. Yeah. We're the most, most prosperous country in the world, and we got ghetto, and we can give our money away to everybody in the world, which I don't mind giving money away to help feed people and, and stuff like that. But as far as taking care of our own, we need it. that man, Barack, should have taken care of his own. Yeah, and he should have. I didn't vote for him either time, neither. 
Well, good for you because you know what? You probably, like a lot of people, if you're from the hood and people in the hood, African Americans and, and minorities and low-income minorities were peeling off in 2014 after Obama because they were like, what are you doing? Opening up the border and welcoming in every poor person from around the world from the southern border who wants to come in here. When we've got our own people hungry and poor, they can't lift themselves up and ain't, you ain't doing anything to help them. It was President Trump who spoke to the, to the minorities, not just including the African Americans, who said, I want to help you. Give me a chance and I'm going to use my business acumen and I'm going to come into these inner cities and I'm going to and I'm going to in, implement some programs that are going to help uh, small businesses, black business owners who and entrepreneurs who want to who want to start a business and help lift themselves up. And he did, as well as lowering taxation and regulation. And all of it has been a part of an economic strategy that is not that is colorblind, that recognizes that every American out there, no matter what your color is, is that you can do it out there and you just need you need a little help help and some opportunity and somebody who believes in you instead of the Democrats telling the minorities and African-Americans that you can't do it on your own. You're too weak. You're too whatever. And you need us to take care of you. Genevieve, thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate you. And I appreciate you, Andrea. All right. All right. Um, we're going to take a break. We come back. I got a few more clips uh, to play about President Trump and talk a little bit more about this this war on terror that we've got. And then we're going to be bring on John Guandola. And then we've also speaking of uh, poor people and not taking care of the poor. Wait till you hear what Governor Gavin Newsom's plan is to deal with the homeless problem out here in California. Genevieve's right. The Democrats don't really care about taking care of anybody. They care about power. We got to talk about that. We got to talk about a Mexit happening over in Britain. Oh, DJ Carrot Sticks can't wait to talk about that. Stay tuned. We're Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. Cynthia's bathroom was a disaster. There was cracked tile rust in the tub, so that's what prompted me to get something done about the bathroom. It was time for a major overhaul. She went with Dream Style Remodeling. So, how'd it go? Amazing. They did a front-to-back, top-to-bottom job in the bathroom, and I love it. They did everything that they said they would do, plus... Cynthia's hired a lot of contractors. How did Dream Style do compared to the others? It was the best home remodeling experience I've ever had. Dream Style was so great, Cynthia had them do even more. I was so pleased that I went ahead and had them do my windows. This month only, save $799 off a complete Kohler shower system, plus get a free shower door. Payments as low as $99 a month, or choose 12 months, no money down, no payments, and no interest. Take Cynthia's advice. Go with Dream Style. They're the best. They're the only ones I would ever go with again. Call now. 619-354-2268. 619-354-2268. 
3268. 619-354-2268. Dream style remodeling of San Diego Inc. License 995160B. Digital marketing is a big part of just about every business. It's everywhere. Is your business using it to your advantage? Are you receiving your share of the leads? If you're not effectively using digital media, you could be losing sales by the second. Even worse, your customers can be grabbed up one by one, never to return. Not sure if you're losing out to the competition? Salem Surround can help you. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into leads. Salem Surround is a full-service digital agency providing you with all your marketing under one roof. Total market penetration for increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to learn more how we can help you place your advertising message in front of today's digital consumers. Salem Surround helps deliver customers by putting your business message in front of the right person at the right time. Learn more at surroundsandiego.com. Surroundsandiego.com. Connecting you with new customers. We can make your bathroom shine. I'm Nicole Donnelly, and for almost 30 years, I've owned and managed Miramar Kitchen and Bath. We never pressure you. Tell us how much you can spend, and we'll surprise you with how much value you can get. Just listen to what our customers say. The shower is fantastic. It is such a night and day difference from what we had before. They were always on time and hardworking. Their showroom's larger. It allows them to display more choices you can't otherwise always visualize. We believe your experience matters. That's why our experience matters. Call Miramar Kitchen and Bath at 858-271-8434 or visit my design center. It's just one half block off Miramar Road on Commerce. Now get $500 off your bathroom or kitchen remodel. Visit MiramarKitchenandBath.com for details. Miramar Kitchen and Bath. The Answer San Diego. Streaming now on TuneIn.com and Radio.com. Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Ooh, wow, that's like some 60s flashback music, isn't it, DJ Carrot Sticks? Yeah. 70s. So, oh, that 70s? I was thinking maybe it was like some anti-war music you were playing from the 60s, back when they were protesting the wars. Oh, he's going to lead us into World War III, they said. No. Now, now Iran is saying uh, today, oh, well, we, that was just a little slap. You know, kind of like, uh, you know, from speaking to the 70s, uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, where he had the, the black knight on the bridge, got his arms and legs cut off, and then he's like, come back here. I'll bite you to death. It's merely a flesh wound. <laughs> it is a bit of flesh wound. Um, back to President Trump's speech, which I thought was absolutely amazing today. Uh, you know, to those criticizing him, listen, you know that President Trump has won bigly in the war on terror when the only thing that you have to criticize him on is whether or not he spoke in the perfect political uh, politician articulation speech. I even heard that today from a conservative. Listen, you know what? The American people elected him because he does not speak like a, a politician. We have had, as our, our last caller Je- Genevieve talked about with the Democrats, we have had these politicians, these slick talkers like Slick slick Willie, even George W. Bush to a certain extent, extent. I mean, people criticized him and mocked him for a southern accent, but he was really crafty in, in really selling 
a lot uh, of uh, he really sold conservatism and then he delivered, you know, his compassionate conservatism, which was really liberalism on a on a platter. So, you know, the American people were sick and tired. They went to an outsider because they were sick and tired of people eloquently lying to our faces, promise, promising us the world and delivering us Hoboken or delivering us terrorist attacks all over the world because they refused to stand up to those doing it. When was the last time anybody when you think back to when you were in junior high and you were bullied? When did the bully ever like you and stop bullying you because you gave them your lunch money? Doesn't happen. I don't want to hear any criticisms of how President Trump spoke today. What matters is results, and that's why President Trump was elected. That's why he will continue to be elected. You look at the actions, and that's what matters. I'm into, I'm into biting. I'm not into barking. I'm into results, and that's what a businessman provides. You look at what the Democrats are about. You look at what President Trump talked about today in terms of Obama and what he did. A little bit more on Trump's speech today. Iran's hostility substantially increased after the foolish Iran nuclear deal was signed in 2013. And they were given $150 billion, not to mention $1.8 billion in cash. Instead of saying thank you to the United States, they chanted death to America. In fact, they chanted death to America the day the agreement was signed. Then Iran went on a terror spree, funded by the money from the deal, and created hell in Yemen, Syria, Lebanon, Afghanistan, and Iraq. The missiles fired last night at us and our allies were paid for with the funds made available by the last administration. The regime also greatly tightened the reins on their own country even recently killing 1,500 people at the many protests that are taking place all throughout Iran. Yeah, that's who he was. Oh, it was historic, this, uh, this nuclear deal that Obama did. Oh, by President Trump getting out of this nuclear deal, he's just made us so unsafe. It, it, they amped up their aggression because this is what happens when you give money to a terrorist— What do they do? They use that money against you. The Obama administration has funded with U.S. taxpayer money terrorist attacks against the United States of America and its citizens. One of the things that wasn't mentioned there by President Trump that I have read about from other terrorist experts, this man himself, Soleimani, was the man who provided the IEDs that left how many Americans in Iraq with loss of limbs? Amputees, dead, blown to bits. That's who he was. According to, and according, uh, from the Daily Wire today, in March of 2016, then U.S. Central Command nominee Army General Joseph Vattel said that Iran had become more aggressive since the advent of the nuclear deal. Indeed, Iran has built up Hezbollah in Lebanon, propped up Bashar Assad in Syria, increased its presence in Iraq, and bolstered its war in Yemen. In the past few months, its proxies have attacked uh, shipping in the Strait of Hormuz, Saudi oil facilities, and on and on and on. What And, and uh, President Trump, accurately did what what he he said that he would do he said that my my the trump doctrine is this as he said today let this be let this be a message to you if you're going to threaten american lives you're going to lose yours and that man was responsible for thousands and thousands of deaths and my message to we have a lot of persian 
people in San Diego and La Jolla, and I know so many great Persian uh, people in La Jolla that came here, and families have come here and came here after the Shaw fell in 79, and many of them know that I'm conservative and tell me how much, they, they, one of the first things they, they find out about me, if they find out I'm a conservative, is they love to tell me how much they love President Reagan and how they be, that when they became citizens, they registered to vote and voted for President Reagan uh, and then President Bush because they, they're so grateful to have come to this country and, and be able to, uh, you know, escape the Islamic uh, terrorist uh, theocratic regime in Iran. Um, but I'm disturbed in the past few days of seeing many posts from people, some in media, whose families fled that same Islamic terrorist regime and who are being critical today of the president of the United States, my president. You're here in this country. You were able to flee. You've, your families fled that regime for a reason. And yet you're criticizing President Trump because he took out Soleimani, who's killing Americans? Why are you here? And are you not aware that this Soleimani is behind the, the, the killing of 1,500 protesters? Listen, if, 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 you're, not, if you're here and, and enjoying the benefits of America, then I, I would appreciate you saying thank you. Trump's like, you know, Iran should have said thank you for the $1.5 billion. Instead, they used the money against us. How about saying thank you? Same messages to Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib. You're in this country under the good graces of the American people who welcomed you in and have provided the best of freedoms, the best system in the world, and many of you have flourished, and you're, you're going to criticize my president today? If you don't like it, go back. Why don't you put, put on the knee uh, quab and the hijab and cover yourself from head to toe and be prepared of what might happen if a hair falls out of place, and you go back there and take care of your people if you don't like what President Trump is doing? If you don't like it, I don't care. Oh, I'm kind of sounding like... I'm kind of sounding like uh, a few good men. Um, one of the things that I loved about President Trump's uh, speech today um, was uh, that he, he kind of sounded like uh, Don Vito, right? Don Vito, when he spoke to the head of the five families, he's like, look, you know, um, and remember he called, he called, it made a bold, Don Vito made a bold move to take out the police chief. And I think it was the Turk, right? And then he's like, look, I'm coming to you today. This, this bloodshed needs to end. Right. And I'm going to lay out how we need to end it. But I'm here to tell you that if so much as a bolt of lightning strikes my son's head, I'm going to blame somebody in this room and I'm going to be back on it. Okay, that's kind of how Trump was today. And it was brilliant. Um, Before I take a break, I'm going to go back to the phones. It looks like Frank from San Diego wants to talk about airstrikes. Hello, Frank. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Oh, hello, Andrea. I've I've called before and I really love your show. Thank you. Um, I think Trump's got it right. You hit them in their pocket, and then you hit the leaders, not the poor people on the ground, not the soldiers, not the equipment. You hit the leaders, and that wakes them up. Yeah, because, you know, the, the economic sh- sanctions of which Trump said today, we're going we're gonna to put even more economic sanctions in place. Unfortunately, that does tend to, to hurt, um, you know, in some ways hurt, to hurt the poor people that are there. Um, but it, it, you know, you, you've got to inflict pain on, on the leadership and there's a variety of different ways to do it. Um, oh, yeah. and you know, um, and basically Trump is saying, you know, kind of like Don Vito, he's like, I'm going to do the sanctions here. Then he, today he also called on the world and he said, you guys need to join with us to do where this, this 
this Iran deal was expiring anyway. It was a crappy deal. The world needs to come together and not allow this Iranian, you know, regime to continue to wreak havoc on the world. And we need to make sure that it's a deal that that provides prosperity opportunities to the Iranian people. I think I think it was absolutely brilliant. But then, oh by the way, like Don Vito would, you know, here's my plan for ending the bloodshed and go along with it. Or we got the best military in the world thanks to me reinvigorating it with 22 billion. Um, and I so I think everything that President Trump done has done has been strategic. You know, when when Obama took out bin Laden, he got a lot of praise that he made this big, you know, strategic call. You know, well, who didn't want Obama to be taken out? To me, it was risky for President Trump and bold for him to call to take out the number two guy in Tehran. And you are so right, Frank. It has, according to Sarah Carter, uh, uh, the intelligence community is hearing chatter that it scared the, all the other little terrorist leaders in the region so much that they're fleeing. Yeah, and, well, think about, you know, think about how actually open they are to attack. They, they think that in their country they can't be touched. And we just proved that a guy walking off a plane with his convoy, one Hellfire missile, and that's the end of that guy. <laughs> hey, Frank, you know, before I got to let you go, they were, they were having a burial last night, and I didn't want to be ugly about it, but, like, what are they burying? All that was left was a hand with a ring on it. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe a little shrapnel on it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But you know what? They, that shrapnel, they could, probably could have melted it down and turned it into a medallion or something. Frank, thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back, we're going to talk to John Guandola, get his perspective on this, and then we're going to get in some other topics, Megxit, we got to, and as well as Gavin Newsom's plan uh, to end homelessness. Paid for by you, America. Stay tuned. We're Andrea K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Arias offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. With all the recent rains, we are receiving lots of phone calls from homeowners who had solar installed by someone else, and now the roof is leaking. Yet the original solar company is not returning their call. So the homeowner is forced to call a roofer who shows up but is unable to help because they have solar. I'm Adam Rizzo with Palomar Solar and Roofing, and this has created a real pickle for homeowners and exactly why we have both a C10 electrical and C39 roofing license. I can't stress enough the importance of doing your research and confirming the company you are considering has both. If you want true peace of mind without future finger pointing from one of the most reputable contractors in Southern California, call Palomar Solar and Roofing. If you appreciate a handshake that means something and appreciate your phone calls being answered long after the sale, 
Call the local name you can trust. Call Palomar Solar and Roofing at 760-504-0388. That's Palomar Solar and Roofing, 760-504-0388 or palomarsolar.com. The Answer San Diego Half-Price Tuition Program is expanding, and we're looking for private schools that would like to participate and receive free advertising on The Answer San Diego. Our Half-Price Program connects schools with families in the area by offering half-price tuition to new students for the first year. The school gets more students and can receive thousands in free advertising. Plus, families save money. If you're a school or a parent with a school in mind, call us at 858-535-1210. That's 858-535-1210. Mortgage rates are at a three-year low, so the timing couldn't be better. You could pay off debt, do your home improvements, and get a better rate and payment on your mortgage all at the same time, which is why I've been saying now is the time. I'm Ed Personius with Qualified Home Loans. We'll help you get a low-interest, fixed-rate loan without the hassle. You'll get great service and solid advice. Even if your bank told you no, we'd like the opportunity to help you. We specialize in helping people like you who've been turned down by the banks, even though you have good income and good credit. That's why we have a five-star rating on Google. Don't put it off. Call me, Ed Personius of Qualified Home Loans, for lower payments on a low fixed-rate loan. 888-499-9502. 888-499-9502. With rates this low, you could get the money you want and still have a lower monthly payment. 888-499-9502. NMLS number 1610807. DRE number 02026055. It's good to ask for advice, but what if you're getting advice from the wrong people. That's why I wrote the book Financial Detox and why I'm inviting you to listen to our radio program. Hi, I'm Jason Labrum of Intelligence Driven Advisors. Join us for Financial Detox Saturday afternoons at 1.30. At Intelligence Driven Advisors, we give you a written plan, one that's research-based and truly customized, giving you the highest probability of achieving your goals. Call us at 877-707-8889. Learn more at IDAWealth.com. That's IDAWealth.com. Streaming now on the Answer San Diego app and radio.com. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Before the break, we were talking about Trump's speech today. People criticizing using the hashtag Alderall as though he wasn't. You know, uh, somebody said to me today he was breathing too heavy or whatever. It's like I don't care. You know, I, I really have no, zero interest in whether or not. Trump sounds like a politician. In fact, he was elected because he's not a politician. He doesn't act like a politician. He doesn't make decisions from the place of of politics, which has been a huge part of the problem that we've had with the past presidents over 40 years and accurately assessing the threat that we face and why we even had on the heels of 9-11 President Bush, you know, saying over and over and over again that Islam is a religion of peace and that 9-11 didn't have anything to do with Islam. You know, in the words of the formerly great Judge Judy, I say formerly because she's back Bloomberg, don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining. Joining me now to discuss this is John Guandolo. He knows a thing or two about threat assessment because he's the president and founder of Understanding the Threat, the only organization in America that provides tools to leaders, police and citizens to identify and and dismantle jihadi terrorist networks and local communities. And he's the guy that briefs um, military officials and others on this. And he joins me now. Hi, John. Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. It's great to be back on with you. Thank you. And a happy new year to you. Yeah. Well, it's a new year uh, for us. It's a new year for everybody but Soleimani, right? That's right. <laughs> Not a happy new year for him. 
<laughs> no. It, yeah. So, um, and high time it happened. Uh, there was a picture floating around today that, and I don't know, I can't verify it, John, that he was in the picture of Americans held hostage um, back after the Shah fell, or Americans that were held hostage for 444 days. I don't know if that was him in the picture or not, but we do know that this was the number two man in an Islamic theocratic terrorist regime that has been wreaking havoc. And when they chant death to America in their schools and everywhere all day, every day, and, and threaten like Ahmadinejad did to want to wipe, the, saying that their country's mission is to wipe the U.S. and Israel off the map, they mean it, right? They absolutely do mean it. And what is uh, uh, astounding to me is that for 40 years, Iran has been at war with the United States, and President Trump is the first uh, president to actually strike back with one retaliatory strike in 40 years. And uh, it used to be, even recently, up until recently, that we could all uh, all people in all political parties in the United States could agree that killing a specially designated global terrorist is a good thing. But now, today, we can't apparently agree on that. Uh, the, the Democrat Party does not want to agree on that. But we can agree uh, that Iran has been at war with us for 40 years. Uh, and we can run down the list of things from the 83 bombing of the Marine barracks to taking our hostages for in 1979, calling for a global jihad uh, until Islam rules the world, uh, all the way up to um, giving al-Qaeda hijackers that uh, perpetrated 9-11 support, uh, training, uh, bomb-making training, intelligence, uh, safe passage, to giving weapons and munitions to our enemies in the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. All of these are provocations of war and indicative that they've been at war with us, and they've said they're at war with us, uh, and yet I keep hearing U.S. officials say, we got to be careful, we don't want to start a war. Like, hello, yeah. we're not starting a war, we're in a war. Yeah, we we're, are. We seem to be the only ones that don't know it. Right, yeah. Um, I, I find it interesting. One of the things that nobody's really talking about in connection to this story is the fact that uh, this ideology that's going on in Iran and and has been been you know in their terrorist attacks through their proxies. What does that mean through their proxies? That means that um, President Bush, let me say it this way: President Bush inaccurately assessed the threat when he made it be all about Al Qaeda, when what it's really about is is Islamicism. And and, and I don't care whether it's uh, somebody from Iran. I don't care whether it's somebody from Saudi Arabia who went and shot up a naval air station in Pensacola or whether they call themselves Al-Shabib or whether it's a woman coming here on a fiancé visa that with her fiancé shoots up a nursing facility in San Bernardino. It's all part of the same threat. We have a former CIA official from Obama talking about how Trump shouldn't have done this because there's sleeper cells in the United States of America right now ready to, to take us out. Part of the issue that we've got is we have welcomed this threat into our country through the visa program, through refugee programs. We had, we had Paul Ryan fund every dollar that Obama wanted to bring refugees here into this country. And so now we have this threat in our country here. And the threat comes in two forms and comes in forms of, of, um, terrorist, actual physical terrorist attacks of shootings and beheadings, etc., and also in the form of creeping Sharia, because this ideology cannot coexist with us. It doesn't want to coexist. It's about conquest in one way or another, and that still has to be dealt with as well, doesn't it? Absolutely, and you bring up a, a number of 
good points, but I would say the number one thing we need to deal with, uh, first of all, is reconciling that since 9-11, we haven't identified the threat. No national security documents since 9-11 have identified the threat. So we've been waiting in a war, uh, closing in on, uh, you know, we'll be approaching 19 years, and we still have not identified the threat, which is why we lost in Syria, lost in Iraq, lost wars in Afghanistan, and we're losing the strategic war because, as you mentioned, we don't understand that what Iran and Saudi Arabia and Turkey and Qatar and al-Qaeda and ISIS or the Islamic State and Hezbollah, which is an arm of the Iranian government, the Muslim Brotherhood, Tabliki Jamaat, the Diobandis, what they all want, which is exactly what all of the jihadis like, the Fort Hood shooter, the Boston Marathon bombers, the Saudi military officers involved in recently killing uh, people at our Naval Air Station, Pensacola, they all do it according to them, because they say that they are Muslims commanded to wage jihad until an Islamic state under Allah's divine law, Sharia, is established. And since 9-11, since 1979, uh, we have not, we, our government has said, you know, they don't really mean it, that ISIS and al-Qaeda and these other people have perverted Islam. Well, here's the question that nobody's answered, and i Pose it to your audience and uh, certainly to uh, our leaders. How is it that they teach 10 and 11-year-olds in U.S. Islamic schools in San Diego, in Los Angeles, in Dallas, Texas, in Nashville, Tennessee, that the purpose of Islam is to establish an Islamic state on the planet under Sharia, that if you die in jihad, you automatically go to paradise, and, the, and that jihad is one of the three duties of all Muslims. And yet, Islamic leaders and advisors to our government have told our leaders exactly the opposite for 19 years. That's the answer to why we're losing the war, because we have turned to the enemy who is inside our system wearing suits, telling our leaders how to fight the war and telling them what Islam is, which is exactly opposite what Muslims teach their children Islam is in U.S. Islamic schools. Is that what you talk about in your book, Raising a Jihadi Generation? That's right. In, in Raising a Jihadi Generation, that book lays out the penetration of our system by the Muslim Brotherhood and the Islamic movement. And my latest book, Islam's Deception, The Truth About Sharia, ties that together with the fact that the way they do it, the biggest way they do it, the primary way they're winning the war is they control the message. They control what, for instance, you talk to the, let me, let me put it this way. When FBI counterterrorism agents, including uh, FBI people from the National Joint Terrorism Task Force, FBI headquarters, have been in our understanding the threat training, they, at the end of the training, they have said, we've never heard this information, and it's critical to protecting the communities because they're not allowed to know this. Mm -hmm. Police officers, if, they, if we try to give this training, it's always met with massive friction from Hamas organizations like the Council on American Islamic Relations, from the Southern Poverty Law Center, and most leaders at the local level, police chiefs, mayors, city councils, they'll just say, look – 
let's just take the, the, the path of least resistance. Let's just cancel this training. It's too much trouble. And then your police, your state investigators, where whatever agency they're with, they don't get the training. So here we are 19 years after 9-11, and you can't rub three people together in any law enforcement agency that know this except the agencies that we've trained on multiple occasions. That, it's, that's it's, where we are in this war. It's insane, and it's exactly why, and it was Bob Mueller himself who removed anything related to Islamic Jihad and Sharia and, and et cetera from the intelligence agencies and, and investigative bodies. And it's one reason why we had, uh, you, you look at the the impact of that. Uh, we had the Boston bombing for the Sarnayev brothers. We had Pulse nightclub. We had Fort Hood. We had San Bernardino. And I interviewed the man, his name escapes me, who was investigating uh, the connections with all the mosques in this country. And he believes he could have prevented the San Bernardino attack, uh, but he was taken off of that and all his all of his investigative work was was destroyed by the Obama administration. And every time there was during the during the eight years of Obama, when we had terrorist attacks, the first thing that happened was somebody from CARE after Pulse nightclub, while Americans were still bleeding out, John Guandolo, uh, CARE was at the microphones saying we have to be concerned about blowback against Muslims and uh, Islamophobia, not concerned about American lives. After San Bernardino, we had Loretta Lynch saying, yeah, see something, say something. But if you say anything against a Muslim, we might come at you for a hate crime. So, we, you know, we need to wise up in this country. This was a phenomenal move, what President Trump did. But it's time for us to get back on board and realize and understand that the threat is not just about one government. It's not just about one group. It's about an ideology. And we have imported that ideology into this country. I wish I had more time with you. Tell everybody where they can um, get your books and, and uh, learn more and hear more from you and get your training. So I encourage people, if you do one thing, go to Understanding the Threat. Uh, dot com sign up for the newsletter and you get totally connected to our radio program our tv show our books dvds the free resources online our social media the articles all of that understandthreat.com and i do encourage uh, your listeners to consider bringing our training or especially the two-day training for citizens it's the only one like it in the country and we literally empower people So you can identify these networks like the Islamic Center of San Diego, which is a Muslim Brotherhood Hamas mosque, uh, right there in your neighborhood. And yet nobody's nobody's doing anything about it. And when the the spark breaks and another attack comes out of there, uh, because they've already supported, obviously, uh, 9-11 hijackers, uh, what are we going to do? It's been 19 years. Yeah. They supported 9-11 hijackers. They haven't done anything. So please reach out to us. We would love to come out uh, to San Diego and train good citizens who want to actually uh, dismantle these networks in the local community. Well, John Guandolo, thank you so much for being here and all you're doing to keep America safe. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Now, stay tuned. we got to take a quick little break. we got more coming up. Uh, there's a what well-known journalist actually is now saying that he was hacked, and that's why a bunch of child pornography was found on his computer. Uh-huh. we got to talk about that, little Megxit, and uh, guess what, America? If you're listening from around the country, Gavin Newsom wants you to solve his homeless problem here in the state of California. Yeah. Exciting news for you out there. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay. Spelled K-A. 
KYE. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney, Rod Hatley, is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare contracts. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancel industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sound crazy? The crazy thing is this never ends. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract, you'll pay nothing. Were you lied to when buying a timeshare and want out? Get the facts about timeshare cancellation. Call Wesley now for your free information kit. 800-290-7100. 800-290-7100. 800-290-7100. here. Heard weekdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Every day, y'all, we get requests from our listeners to help them find local, like-minded businesses. And that's why we created the Answer San Diego Business Directory, an all-in-one platform to connect our listeners to the right local businesses. And the Answer San Diego Business Directory creates a win-win scenario for you, the listener, and our local like-minded businesses. And the idea is simple. When we find businesses that we want to recommend, we add them to our directory. There's businesses from A to Z. So next time you're looking to connect with businesses that share your values, visit the Answer San Diego Business Directory. And you can help grow our community, too. If you know a company that should be on the directory, have them list their business today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. It's our pleasure and joy to connect you with companies that share your values. So go to TheAnswerSanDiego.com, click on the Business Directory link, and start your search today. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com, and click on the Directory link. Bill Holland on the queue with the answer on Wall Street. Stocks and broadly higher at or near record levels today. President Trump does the line. Iran stands down, and the world mostly applauds all of this. Oil prices down 270 at 60. No discrepancies or disruptions are expected, so the hedges are trimmed. Oil tankers, however, in short supply, major slow delivery. We credited 202,000 private sector jobs last month, 27% more than expected. December jobs data on Friday. Boeing down six points. That took 50 off the Dow. The Ukraine Air 737 crash has now been attributed to engine problems, not plane failure. Advanced Micro, now shines Intel and the other chip makers in Las Vegas. T-Mobile gained 7 million new customers last year, so no longer needs to merge with Sprint to survive. And Apple News now has over 100 million customers and a new high. We're two for two on the January effect for the Bulls with the first day and first week. Now, solid gains like this and the end of the month and Super Bowl. No reason for any of this. More often right than wrong. Bill Holland on the queue with the answer on Wall Street. 
FM 96.1 North County. And AM 1170 San Diego. The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Okay, so um, not much to say about Megxit. I mean, really, how, how can I exit from ever having to hear again about the royal family? How about that? Okay, these two insufferable twits, Meghan and Harry, decided to announce that they're going to come up with a plan to become financially independent. Uh, okay, for us commoners, that's called reaching adulthood, okay? Um, you need a plan to become financially independent. You're almost 40, man. It's you got a kid. What, what? I'm sorry, you say what? It's just dumb. Yeah. Yeah. It's just dumb. Right. But I got a plan for you. Okay. You, you, how about you don't cash any other checks and you go get a job. Okay. Somewhere around the world, McDonald's is hiring. Okay. How about that? Oh, but they announced a plan that they're separating. They're going to become financially independent. But here's what that plan is. It plans, it, it involves collaborating with the queen, with the institution and coming up with a charity that involves the institution, i.e. you're just like typical liberals and you're no better than Chelsea or any of the others that are hanging on and using the power of your family or the power of your, uh, your connections and you ain't going to work. You ain't you ain't gonna you ain't gonna get out of bed and have to go hustle off and punch a time clock or have to show up sick because if you don't you're not gonna get paid. Done with you. How do we, we, I want to I want to I want a permanent winds exit or whatever they aren't there the Windsors winds exit. How about that? Um, Paul Krugman. You ever heard of Paul Krugman, DJ Karestick? No, I haven't. Uh, well known. Um, I'm not surprised you haven't because it's like he's t- speaking of insufferable, insufferable, you know, ridiculous propagandists for the left. Well, he tweeted out today that he's been hacked, that his IP address was stolen, and the hackers downloaded some child pornography, which everybody is like, really? DJ Karestick, if you were hacked and said, would you, would you, would you tweet about it? You'd be going to law enforcement and dealing with it that way. This sure seems like to a lot of people that he's trying to get out ahead of a really ugly story that's coming. So yeah, People don't hack your computer and put in pictures and stuff. They hack your computer and steal your info and your money and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, what, what, like, like they, somebody woke up and decided that he was such a threat or such so important, you didn't even know who he was, that they're going to hack in and like plant bad evidence against him? Man, that ain't passing the smell test. That's stinkier than the Mexit. Uh, Duncan Hunter has resigned effective Monday. Gavin Newsom says that he's not going to have a special election, which means we are going to have a, a congressional district left without any representation for a year. That's on purpose. The other news coming out of Sacramento is that Gavin Newsom says that to solve the homeless problem that has been created by California um, and liberal policies, Democrats have been in charge for a really long time. Even when we had supposed Republican governors, it was a Democrat-controlled state legislature. They've created the homeless problem we've got. Gavin Newsom's idea of a solution is about $700 million from federal taxpayers taxpayers money your money america to solve the problem so uh get ready to get your pocketbooks out and then what they're going to do with that money though is they're going to basically pay for rent put them up in in hotels but that's been tried before when they got rid of the hobo jungle in santa Ana, they put people up in hotels and they were like we want to be out on the street because this is a cultural there's many it's a complicated issue and it's not solved by throwing money at it imagine what those hotels look like afterwards too. oh yeah Well, yeah, they're uninhabitable at this point.